For the Athletic Podcast Network, this is The Update. I'm Adam Copeland. On today's show, we'll talk to Jordan Rodrigue, who covers the Los Angeles Rams for The Athletic. She's done a great job in her first season covering the Rams, coming over from her coverage of the Carolina Panthers to what she calls the best division in football, the NFC West. She's also got a lot of thoughts about how similar the 49ers and the Rams styles set up against each other. The three-headed monster in the backfield, the way they run their defensive line, and while the pass rush has been much better for the Rams this season, she can see the similarities between both the Rams and the 49ers. Hopefully next year, when the 49ers are healthy, could see a little bit better of a rivalry. It's Friday, October 16th. It is my pleasure now to welcome in Jordan Rodrigue. She covers the LA Rams for The Athletic. You can follow her at Jordan Rodrigue on Twitter. You can also listen to her on the 11 Personnel Podcast. Jordan, welcome to the update. It's great to have you talking Rams football today. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm pretty excited to be on the West Coast and covering that what I think is the best division in football. I think a lot of people felt that coming in, and a lot of that has to do with the Rams sort of bouncing back to form after the last couple of years. I saw a stat earlier this morning that as far as starting quarterbacks' records go, Jared Goff, since 2010, has like the best record in the NFL, the most wins outside of Tom Brady. He's got the most wins of anybody in the NFL to date. And I think a lot of that goes back to two years ago where they were bounced in the divisional round of the playoffs, and of course they get to the Super Bowl. They've got a down season last year, and now the 49ers and the Rams have kind of kind of changed places now the the Niners are the downtrodden team and the Rams are on their way back up is that the feeling in Los Angeles right now yeah there's a little bit of cautious optimism here because really and I think this was universal this season especially nobody really knew what they were going to get from their team this year especially with no offseason and really no preseason so there's a little bit of a, a sort of a plexiglass effect here with the Rams they are bouncing back despite having you know a new offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell who works directly with Jared Goff and then a new defensive coordinator Brandon Staley who's kind of emerging as this very very under the radar weapon for the Rams in terms of scheme so it's really interesting and I think in terms of the the win stat that you mentioned in this division especially it's so interesting what's sort of considered a, a down year. And obviously the Rams had a, a little bit of a, a Super Bowl hangover. I don't even know if it's like a true hangover. It might have just been like a Super Bowl slight migraine, right? So it's just like because they still notched a few wins there. And so I think that really helped him not sort of have those those statistics tank. But when you look around the other league, you know, the other teams in, in the league, sometimes a Super Bowl hangover is like what I covered in Carolina, where you lose seven, six or seven in a row for, you know, two straight years. <laughs> so things could be worse, essentially, is what I'm saying. I think some people would tell you that the Panthers Super Bowl hangover started maybe in the Super Bowl, right? They might have been hungover to, to start the yeah. football game is sort of the way it went. But the Rams certainly are playing better football right now. One of the best passing offenses in the game, which for 49er fans, I think after what they saw last weekend against Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins is a little bit worrisome. What can you tell us about how Jared Goff has played this year? Again, the Rams come in, they are four and one. He's completing over 70% of his passes right now. He's averaging nine yards in attempt, which is the best of any quarterback right now in the NFL. 8.3 net yards per attempt. He's having a great start to his season, sort of the Jared Goff we saw back in 2018. What can you tell us about him? Yeah, two things. And one, um, you know, obviously not to take away from his success at all. And he's he started out very well. But one of the things that they're leaning on is yards after catch from their receivers. So his air yards per play is like five, right? And so a big chunk of his passing yards are actually coming from guys like Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Gerald Everett, who can really run very, very well after the catch and are, are doing so early and often throughout the year almost 
50% of his total passing yards are coming from receivers who have accumulated those yards after the catch. But the other thing is, and people don't often use this in the same sentence, because I think there's a big faction of people who are like, Jared Goff's a system guy. He is what he is with Sean McVay, that kind of a thing. But I think he deserves a lot of credit for this other note, which is he's not making high-risk decisions. His passing plan is very low risk in terms of how he is sort of viewing the field. His target distribution is very, very low risk. And he's picking his moments in terms of actually sort of showing his arm and unfurling those deep passes. You know, they've only had seven deep passing attempts and completed four of them, two for touchdowns. And so he's really picking his spots and and making good decisions with the football. I probably could count maybe four times so far through five games where he's made a questionable decision with the football. And obviously that's leading to a low turnover rate at this point. So he's making sound decisions. He's leaning on the tools that he has been given around him. Guys like Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby, Gerald Everett. I think Van Jefferson is going to emerge at some point. We're waiting on it through this, the course of the season. They're passing to running backs a lot more. They were the lowest in the league passing to running backs last year. They're giving him layup options now, um, sort of with those three-headed running back system. It's Sean McVay's offense like you knew it but with a couple of twists in terms of what they're doing with motions and pre-snap and at snap motions and movements and and things like that so it's the same Rams offense I think you saw in 2018 but with a lot of new twists and window dressings that I think make it a little bit different for teams it's so funny hearing you talk about the Rams offense like if you were to to take the word Rams out of there and insert 49ers I think a lot of people would think you were talking about them the the different running back system you're predicated on the short passing game quick decision making which is why Nick Mullins had some success earlier this year and why Jimmy G really didn't have any success at all last week and that of course goes with the injury as well but I look to this and I say you're talking yards after the catch you're talking dumping it off to Robert Woods and Higby and letting those guys go and, and run vertical up the field that's exactly what the 49ers do we know that when they went to the Super Bowl they had their bell cow in Todd Gurley and now he's no longer there they invested in Cam Akers over the offseason they go out and they spend a draft pick on him but it's been Darrell Henderson and Malcolm Brown sort of sharing that that load for the last couple of weeks with Cam Akers hurt what's the running back breakdown and situation and sort of where are the majority of the snaps going to go for this weekend you think and where we move forward deeper into this season I love that you asked me that question, especially coming from a 49ers perspective, because it is, it's like that meme of Spider-Man pointing at himself. That's what this like running. <laughs> That's exactly it. And Sean McVay even admitted it preseason. He was on a, a, the helipod and he was talking about how he really wanted to model his running backs room after what Kyle Shanahan is doing up in San Francisco. So we're literally going to see such similarities, I think, not only in the way that guys are used, but also how they're rotated in. I think that we know for sure that Cam Akers snaps will increase this week specifically. And my stance, even before the season, such a promising rookie, does a lot of different types of things in the running game, doesn't really have just one style of run that he can do. Um, and, And he also, of course, can be used in the flat and sort of on these like little fullback routes and things like that. So he's very, very versatile, but he also can go downhill if he needs to. So I think those are those are the types of things that will put him in the lead for carries by the end of the season. As those carries start to increase, he had the rib injury. He landed on the pointy end of a football and it stuck him in the ribs. So he was out for a couple of weeks. <laughs> so... 
just try not to picture that. But now, you know, I pictured it. So now you have to, too. So um, and then Daryl Henderson has just been really solid for them, particularly where he shows promises in the passing game, I think. And then Malcolm Brown is their one cut downhill guy. He's going to be always the guy who they go to in the red zone, short yardage situations, and also when they want to run the clock down because he's just really stable, really consistent, great ball security, very, very physical runner. So they're going to mix it up based on what the 49ers show them in terms of their different fronts. By the end of the season, I think Cam Akers will have um, the highest percentage of touches, but we might see Daryl Henderson still in the lead for the next couple weeks here as Cam sort of works back into it. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. We got to talk a little bit about the defense before we let you go, Jordan. And this front line here, these these game wreckers up front. Aaron Donald is the guy to talk about. Seven and a half sacks leads the NFL right now. Kyle Shanahan very clear this week in his press conferences that they're going to have to run the football in order to make Jimmy Garoppolo successful. And I'm like, yeah, easy to say it. Then you got Aaron Donald standing right there in the middle, <laughs> ready to clog the lanes on national TV. Tell us about what you've seen from him. He doesn't seem like he's playing any different than he has in recent years. He's just, I don't know if he's better, if it was the Washington football team that made him look better. Tell us about Aaron Donald and, and what you've seen from him six games in. I mean, he's decent. <laughs> he's, a player, he's a defensive player of the year candidate every year. Yeah. He's out there. No, I'm just kidding. Like, he's amazing, obviously. Like, he's incredible, right? Like, at one point, the Cowboys made this extremely poor business decision in which they were using Ezekiel Elliott as the sort of stopgap in pass protection. And Aaron Donald lifts Ezekiel Elliott off the ground and throws him into the quarterback. And that's how he got the sack. Like there's, there's not much that this guy cannot do. And in terms of the, but in terms of the running game and defending the run specifically, they have found themselves gashed a couple of times just because at times they have not been as gap accountable as they like. And that's not necessarily something that has to do with Aaron, but in terms of just how the the front is playing, they need to make sure that they're still playing extremely gap accountable. They lost their gaps a little bit against Antonio Gibson when Washington was, um, you know, on that first Washington drive before they completely imploded last week, Antonio Gibson was was doing a lot of different things that were giving him a little bit of problems. So I'm, I'm certain that Kyle Shanahan has keyed in on that drive in particular. They are expecting to have their linebacker, Micah Kaiser, back this week. So he's He's the, you know, obviously the, the main guy in the second level who's who's plugging if there is a rushing lane open for the running back. And then also what they're doing is they're playing Jalen Ramsey in the slot. And not only is that what they hope will be a George Kittle counter, they hope and pray, but also, <laughs> but also Jalen Ramsey is one of the best tacklers on the team and certainly I think one of the best corner tacklers um, in the National Football League. And he's super physical. And so he's also helping them against the run as well. So even if they aren't aren't necessarily as gap accountable as they'd like to be. Now they have help immediately in the second tier, playing very, very close to the line of scrimmage. And they are able to play, especially their linebackers, close to the line of scrimmage because they're green-dogging a lot. So that means, you know, obviously they can – Aaron Donald's going to get a double team, every other guy's got a single, and then they open up a pass rush lane for the linebacker to just sit back there half a step late and then just cruise right through the hole. So in that way, not only can they – you know, I know that they like to window dress a lot up in San Francisco as well. In that way, if it looks like a run play that ends up being you know a pass play or vice versa you still are going to have a linebacker just sitting right back there and you can do that because of what they're doing with their defensive backs Jalen Ramsey um, and then also adding a couple of extra guys on the back end as well you're absolutely right it's what the Niners do you got Fred Warner sitting there doing the exact same thing week in and week out it's like out. the same it's team the exact it's 
the same team. <laughs> I'd like to switch records, but it's the same team. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, it's fantastic having you out here. I know you were covering the uh, the Carolina Panthers for a number of years. It's great having you on the West Coast. And we'll definitely catch up with you again. I love when we're talking gap accountability, gap integrity. I know. What was the green dot? What was the green? Uh, give me that line again. I said they're green dogging them. They're green dogging <laughs> them. I love it. I love it. I'm, ta- I'm stealing it and I'm using it just like maybe Do the it. Rams and the 49ers have done with each other. So Jordan Ryrie, great stuff. We'll read you this weekend and we'll catch up with you down the road later this season. Thank you so much for having me on. Take care. Great, great coverage there and great insight from Jordan Rodriguez doing a great job covering the Rams in her first season down in Los Angeles. You look at this Rams front and I think you get a little bit concerned about Jimmy playing on the hurt ankle. You get a little bit concerned about the quick decision making. It looks like he's holding the ball maybe a beat too long and maybe that's just a matter of being out for a couple of weeks. You got to hope that a full week of practice like Kyle Shanahan talked about is going to be the difference in whether or not this team can move the football. And as we said earlier, establishing the run against Aaron Donald, not the easiest task, but you've got to stay committed to that game plan. Are you? end up in a situation like you did last week against Miami. Don't miss exclusive in-depth coverage of this unprecedented sports season. Subscribe now and save. Sign up now to see for yourself the creativity, reporting, and storytelling that sets The Athletic apart. And if you go to theathletic.com slash the update, you can receive an all-access subscription for just $1 a month. Sports are back and you won't want to miss breaking stories on your favorite teams. So go to theathletic.com slash update to receive an all-access subscription for just $1 dollar a month. Thank you to Jordan. Thank you to Brian. And thank you to you, the listener, having a lot of fun covering the 49ers. And we're also going to do a little Raider talk that's coming up on Monday. Lincoln Kennedy going to join us talking Raider football ahead of their Sunday night tilt against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from Vegas. Tom Brady heads to Sin City. How about that? In a Buccaneer uniform, 2020 continues to deliver the craziness. Everybody enjoy the weekend. 49ers Sunday night football against the Rams. We'll talk to you guys on Monday.